Mm. So like you play at Manly Oval, we go back to the bowling club, which is right there as well, because they sponsor us. Mm. And then um, straight into Manly, off to the races. And mate, there's nothing chicks respond to more than third grade cricket statistics. <laughs> 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 Let's do it. All right. Oh, Welcome to the Community oh, Notice Board yeah. podcast, a podcast about suburbs that we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age tales. We've got a very funny guest today, very amazing stand-up comedian, oh. came up with me in the Sweeney's era, uh, also has a podcast called Get Around Me. It's the legend Billy Darcy, everyone. Yes. Hi, Billy. Oh, lads. What a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, bud. And Bill, if you don't know... Is from uh, Manly, well, around that area, right, Bill? Yeah, around that area. Around yeah. that area, yeah, but yeah. You, you, you've definitely got a manly, uh, a bit of manly in your soul, I believe, you know? I'm well, white and well off, so. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'll just quickly dive into some research about Manly's uh, actually the first ever, where they basically first allowed daylight um, sea bathing, right? Yes. Before mm. before 1902, it was illegal to bathe in the sea in, in Sydney during the day. You could do it at night. Really? Yes. Okay. But it seems much more dangerous. It seems yeah. ridiculous. And right? very yeah, suspect at night. That's but very creepy. The reason was because they were like, well, that will lead to men and women of them, you know. Men uh, and women fraternising. And I think everyone, the when, they did, when they did bathe, they did it naked because it was cleaning yourself. Yeah, oh, it right. wasn't just a bit of fun. Well, there was no frolicking. It yeah. was like, I'm, uh, I don't have a fucking a, shower. You know what I mean? Hot tuna board shorts on yeah. and just yeah. give yeah. it a yeah. <laughs> So Bensley's gone down with a full cricket set, completely misread the vibe. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so that was what, and then some bloke was like, this is ridiculous. So he's like, I, I can wear a costume in there. So he started swimming around 1902 and uh, he's like, arrest me if you want to. And they basically dragged him off and they're like, we can't fucking arrest this guy. All right, we'll allow it. 1903, they allowed uh, all-day bathing. Uh, the next year, the official bathing season, 1903, 17 people drowned. So, uh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. They were wearing the cricket set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, which makes me think, how many people drowned at night before that? <laughs> <laughs> and so that, uh, his name, was that uh, Gosha? Yeah. So apparently that guy is a fraud. Uh, the reason uh -oh. that you, the reason that you, because this came up in my research, the reason that um, people think it's him is because he wrote it himself. Like he was just like, yeah, you weren't allowed to bathe until some legend went in there and started gallivanting <laughs> and was like, arrest me if you can. But apparently he made it up and like it happened anyway, and he just inserted himself into the story through a news like a newsletter that he owned. Oh my god! Oh, so he yeah. had some blog that just was like, hey. Tell the story no back then. Yeah, so he, he wrote for a, a thing called The Truth. And then he... <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then how he, do I win everyone over? He I inherited know. money and he moved to Manly and he made his oh. own newspaper where he like established his own living legend oh, about how he did that. Wow. Page one, how I, how I restored swimming. Page two, how I had multiple threesomes last week. <laughs> <laughs> Lead on. Yeah. It's weird because that, like, the whole swimming thing, um, just, I just love the first, like, sentence of this news article because it was about a bunch of um, women campers who were charged with vagrancy for just camping out on the beach. Mm. And uh, it just starts off, five young women of attractive appearance were before the Manly Police Corps. <laughs> 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 charged with vagrancy. And this is all about them, like, it's just... 
nerds seeing these like hot chicks hanging out and like, well, we got to put a fucking stop to this. Oh, oh, good front page. Though, Attractive means no death penalty. <laughs> 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 but basically, this is what happened then. So then a bunch of people drowned. So they they were allowed to start swimming. A bunch of people drowned, and then they a bunch of people were like, all right, fuck this. We got to stand and watch these idiots because they're going to drown. Which started and it was a ver- first, the worldwide first ever what we now know as life saving in Manly Beach. That is awesome. Yeah, so Manly Beach. But here's the thing: they they were unorganized. Is in it wasn't a club it was just a bunch of people hanging around same thing was going on at bondi and bronte and there's this huge fight between manly bondi and bronte about who was the first life-saving club and uh, bondi have got this thing out where they say look the first group of organized lifesavers formed on manly beach around then that's true but uh the first club was defined to be on bondi they formed a formal club, 1907. That's what Bondi's saying. Manly are basically saying, yeah, right, we were unorganised. You guys were the first club. We came up with it. Bronte right. are not happy about this. <laughs> Bronte is saying the club's claim, we are the world first, and why? how we know we're the world first? Well, we recently found a time capsule that was buried at our clubhouse that was reportedly buried in 1931, and it contained a document signed by the club officers at the time agreeing that Bronte was the first. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, so Bronte wrote a note and buried it. There's a lot note. of that going Look on. Look at this shit. <laughs> yes. first. It's an and issue of the truth. And they're still claiming it to this day. <laughs> they definitely did the thing where, like, remember when you were in school and, like, to do, like, an old-school parchment, you would put milk on a bit of paper? Yeah. <laughs> they definitely did that, and they were like, hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you, you flip it over, and you can see where they've been playing MASH. Yeah, <laughs> the first letters, you. Just like the, you know. <laughs> also, like an unorganized life say that's just a group of perverts hanging out at the beach, fucking <laughs> staring at tits. Yeah, just waiting for the attractive ones to drown. But that was a start. So, so Manly Beach, man, that, and that Manly is around the beach. Like it's sort of the whole vibe is the beach. Is, is it not sort of it's a very beachy you, vibe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is sort of embarrassing to say you're from like the Manly area and like can't really surf or <laughs> that much. It's embarrassing yeah, yeah. for my dad, but uh, <laughs> he's embarrassed for me. He surfs quite a bit. He's an, he's an impressive man, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's super beachy. And mm. um, that's why if you go out in Manly, like the chicks are just so hot. Cause I think like the beach just sort of breeds that. Right. It doesn't attract them there that they, it's sort of, uh, I mean, chicken and the egg is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what was it? So growing up there, you know, fun place to grow up. Is it, is it a bit intimidating or? Nah, dude, so, like probably the best place ever. I yeah. think just played heaps of sport. Um, everyone's pretty well off. Go to the beach every Sunday, play mm. cricket or soccer or footy on Saturday. I mean, the worst thing that could come your way is if your parents get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and mine is still kicking it. So. <laughs> what a charmed on. life. Yeah, yeah, man. Pretty That's sick. Great. Um, so did you have something? I just had one, uh, another historical thing that uh, I kicked up. And it was basically a, a manly dentist. And he was, uh, he was kicked off the dental board um, for infamous conduct, which was a, a, a concept I like, had to do a bit of research on. But it's effectively, he... Um, he he was charged in Manly, he was a Manly dentist, and he goes, uh, it originated in an advertisement which appeared in the Manly Daily. Not not the truth, the Manly Daily, a bit more reputable. On 6th well, December. We can't promise the truth, but we'll come out every day. Okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 6th December, in which he expressed toothful thanks to his many patrons. Because <laughs> you know puns? Yeah. That, that's he claimed that he was uh, one of the most painless extractors in the world, and also <laughs> that he was the only dentist in the world who knows the cure to pyorrhea. Which I had to look up pie around. If you've, it's like a mm. weird gum disease. Uh, it was alleged against the defendant that his advertisement was calculated to deceive the public and bring the profession into disrepute, 
and the board's inspector prayed that his name be removed from the register of dentists. In a statement to the board, Alan said uh, he... Um, he gave the manuscript of the ad to his secretary to type, so he's blaming it on the fucking work oh. experience kid. <laughs> oh, um, and he had no time to check the copy. Uh, as soon as he realised the verbal mistake, he uh, cancelled further publication. Uh, the expression, the only dentist in the world, should have read one of the only dentists <laughs> in the world. <laughs> so he's done the fucking... So he started that bullshit, you know? <laughs> the Southern Hemisphere's best baby dentist. So the history one. of Manly is just essentially like one bloke after another being like, yeah, I did this. Yeah. And people are like, hold on, no, oh, you didn't. And he's like, oh, it. yeah, my bad. It was this bitch over there. <laughs> it's that rich boy confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bunch of blokes surrounded by hot women who can't swim and they're like, i got to press them somehow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we got this beer on... Bill, the uh, the Four Pines, the Colch Style Ale. Now they, you asked for this because they sponsor your cricket team. So you you, you love your cricket team, your Manly Cricket Club. Is it? It's pretty proud, pretty proud uh, yep. club. Love Manly Cricket. Currently atop the club championships. Okay, hey. pretty right. impressive, pretty impressive. And Four Pines, here's one for you. Sponsored us our club when they first started. This this beer has only been running for about eight or nine years. Mm. It sold two years ago to uh, Coopers or not Coopers Carlton Brewing, I should mm-hmm. say, for like forty million dollars. Wow. So a couple of manly lads, seven years into their freaking brewery, they're multi millionaires oh off to the races. God, that is the dream. Yeah. So and they've always been uh, the major sponsors of Manly Cricket, mm-hmm. and uh, throw many of these bottles at Westies over the years. <laughs> 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 and. Uh, I love a good. I oh mean, I used to play. You, but you played like fairly competitive grade stuff, right? Was it a bit social as well, or was it actually like were you getting on it afterwards and through the week, or was it proper like you know people were sort of trying to make it in cricket that um, sort of comp level? Yeah, I would say both. So, <laughs> like you could, um, like yeah. So people are trying to like play for Australia, yeah. But then in the mix, obviously, you've got people who didn't make it. Yes. So you got people coming down, people going <laughs> yeah, up. That's where the crowd's in the bucket, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they would say like Friday nights were kind of, if you were trying to play like second grade or first grade, Friday nights were kind of no bad news bear. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they would say like, um, you, you remember the ad, the Pepsi Challenge? Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. The, you take the Pepsi challenge. The Pepsi challenge used to be um, if there was a forecast that it was going to rain all day oh, Saturday, oh, yeah. you just get blind till like four a.m. and then <laughs> cross your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. So that, um, yeah, it was a bit of yes and a bit of no. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, and so a bunch of lads, and there'd be you know all sorts of uh, all sorts of mischief. And Manly's a good place to go out as well. I guess there's a lot of like, yeah. Well, uh, Manly Oval is unreal because it's like. 500, not even five, like 200 metres from like the main strip of pubs. Mm. So like you play at Manly Oval, we go back to the bowling club, which is right there as well, because they sponsor us. Mm. And then um, straight into Manly, off to the races. And mate, there's nothing chicks respond to more than third grade cricket statistics. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Yeah. How many times have you tried? Just oh, thousands. <laughs> Just doing your average after Me and the, the lads used to do like if, uh, like me and this bloke bro- broke a fourth grade batting record partnership one day. Yeah. And we were telling girls in Manly, like, <laughs> and it, it's like just purely for you. you. You know, like as a comedian, when you tell a joke, you're like, oh, fuck it, that's just for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like this, but we were just striking out in a pub. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, so fun. I love, man, I, I used to play, um, yeah, we used to play cricket when we first left high school. And we, it was like absolute dog shit grade, like the lowest of the low. A couple of mates were really good and they would just tear, and they were, we were 18, and they would just tear through all these 35-year-old blokes trying to play at the bottom to have a hit and they were oh, bowling yeah. like real pace and then we'd just abuse all these old men. 
call him bald and stuff. It was just like, <laughs> you know, the worst. And we'd have this slip cordon of being like eight people along because everyone wanted to be in the cordon to abuse, you know. Oh, but yeah. It, it was just a lot, so much fun. We used to love it. It's I played a bit of, um, when I was like 14, I played like the lower, really low grade park adult cricket. Mm-hmm. And um, we, well, he played in Manly one time at a local ground. Play these absolute psychopaths. You know, you think, oh, I'm 13. Everyone's going to like be nice to me. <laughs> no, not the case. And um, <laughs> this one guy, we got him out and um, he, th- he threw his bat about 40 metres. Like, I'm, it was pretty impressive. <laughs> Jesus. If, he, if he hit the ball that hard, it we would have been in trouble. Um, <laughs> but um, I'll never forget it. He threw his bat about 40 metres and then just walked off, full helmet, pads, gloves, straight across the road into the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, know, that's man. a power move. That's oh, sick. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, yeah. I'd be like, I'm changing teams to that guy. Well, well I'm still f- talking f- about him. <laughs> <laughs> Follow him to the end of the earth. Uh, make him the captain. Where, where are you drinking if you're going out to, in Manly? Uh, so there's two main places. There's Wharfie uh-huh. on the wharf, and there's a stain on the beach. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's kind of like... Miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. There's probably about four or five pubs and clubs in between. Yeah. Well, the, and stain, then, the stain does come up a lot, and it seems... I don't know if you've got this feeling or... Uh, how old were you when you like started going out to the pub? Like, sorry, what year? Like twenty? Um, I was. It was would have been twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Okay, so you were there in apparently the golden age because every review is just shitting on it since renovations or just since twenty sixteen. This is a one star review. It's uh, uh, stain twenty sixteen five stars. Stain twenty seventeen four stars. Stain twenty eighteen three stars. Stain 2019, two stars. Stain 2020, catching COVID would be the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they just pour Jeez. a trillion bucks in as a reno and everyone just bags it <laughs> yeah. out. Like, Every time as well. Fucking hell. No like, one's people like, are like, hey, I can't believe you move, removed the hole in the floor. It had character. Doesn't yeah. stick like <laughs> piss anymore. Yeah. The, you know? the stain at one point, here's a bit of my own history that I've brought to the table. Oh, mm-hmm. hello. Um, right. The stain at one point was the most violent pub in Sydney. <laughs> yeah. Are you bringing that to the table <laughs> as in you are responsible <laughs> for that, <laughs> Bill? <laughs> No, no, God, no. If I lived in that era, I'd it's be so, dead. They can only hear about so many fourth grade cricket statistics before someone starts threatening people. No, this is in like the 90s. Yeah. But you still, it's quite impressive. Yeah, I have my own personal story from the stain, which is like now I was thinking about it on the way. I was like, fuck, it was in 2004. And was, that's almost 20 years ago now. Jesus. But it's like when... Basically, when I first turned 18, I was still living in the hills, so it was fucking ages away. This is when MySpace first started coming around. Oh, yeah. So, like, uh, unlike Facebook, like, you're encouraged to kind of make friends with people that you didn't really know. Yeah. And my friend Mike, he was from Indonesia. He was an international student, but had been in Australia for years and years. And he just, like, by chance reconnected with this girl who also went to his school in Indonesia and now was living on the northern beaches. Name was Divya. And through her, we started all talking on MySpace. It was very cool. Cool, right? <laughs> each other's like, Manly's more of a Bebo suburb, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> it was a four square place. But um <laughs> feels like old I walked into this room thinking you were all twenty-eight. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we uh, got to chatting and she was like, You should come out uh to meet us one night in Manly and we'll go out and we'll party. Sick. She was like, You bring she was like to Mike, you bring Jamie, I'll bring some of my friends. Like, with the implication, like, I'll bring some of my cute friends. And we were like, oh, yes. So it was 18. Never touched a woman in our lives. We were just so excited about it. <laughs> High-fiving and shit. And <laughs> Jamie's, like, reading fake cricket stats, like, trying to memorize them. <laughs> He's looking up my scores in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we decided, obviously, because we were in the hills. So it's a good hour and 20 minutes 
drive to get there. So oh, we, yeah. we, we gambled on the idea that we'd drive and we'd be charming enough that when we got there and like talk to them for a bit, they'd be like, we're going to have a party afterwards, come back to our place and we wouldn't need to, we could just stay there. That was what we gambled on. So, <laughs> so you were going to leave your car in Manly? We were going to leave our car. In, well, they lived in Manly. Okay, so we we're going right. to live our car in so Manly. You've, you've the, never touched a woman. You gamble that you're going to yeah, stay the night yeah, yeah, yeah. with no backup this plan. This is Jamie's real Pepsi challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jamie Kirk, and I'm here for all the marbles. <laughs> <laughs> so we drive Also, away. I brought marbles. <laughs> <laughs> I did use to collect marbles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. I love it when, when I, I make like fun of for some and then it's true and it's probably happened five times on this pod when uh, I was seven you guys didn't play marbles oh man oh, too busy man. rooting at seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm. oh fuck anyway, show the missus my marble collection now she thinks it's dead cool yeah. but uh <laughs> oh, I've come to bed I want to show you my marble collection sweetheart yeah, uh, so we drove there, we're fucking, we got the CD player going, we're having the time of our lives, being like, this is it, this is it. And this is uh, obviously, in the hills, we kind of had like two pubs at the time. One was Castle Hill Tavern, you go there, it's a fighting pub, you wear your footy shorts, you wear your fucking, like, pluggers, you're fine. The other was an RSL, which meant, like, you could wear a t-shirt, but it had to be <laughs> jeans and a fucking pair of sneakers that was dress code for us. Right. And then there was the city, which is like, get your best Roger David shirt. We're going in. Oh, yeah. You know? Van Usen, reversible belt, all the rest of it. You <laughs> exactly. <know? Yeah. laughs> Manly, we had no fucking idea about because I think, like, we'd both been to Manly, like, twice when we were, like, 14 with parents to check out the beaches when we both first moved here. Mm. So we were just like, it's beach. It's the middle of summer. It's fucking, like, a 40-degree day down the hill. So, we're like, we could only imagine what it's probably like in Manly. So, we go down. We've got, like, a T-shirt, shorts, shoes, regular shoes. We're, like, we're going to do it. We're going to talk to these women. So, is it board shorts and runners, just to clarify? <laughs> uh, no, no. It's, like, more like cargo shorts and, like, nice shoes. Like, okay. sneakers. It's not, like, bad. It, like, we're not idiots, you know? <laughs> we're losers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So you distracted me with a marble reference. <laughs> <laughs> that was years before. Uh, so we drive all the way there, and uh, we have, like, a nightmare parking because we didn't know anything about Manly. We finally get to the stain. This is obviously all before Google Maps and everything as well. We messaged this girl, and she was like, we're in the upstairs area. And so the upstairs area used to kind of be like a very nightclub-y area. I don't know if it still is now. Like a little I've, bit, yeah. Yeah, I've only been for the open mic, uh, <laughs> which is a very different vibe. Even which, that was five years ago. <laughs> yeah, but that fits more in with my marble playing persona <laughs> than uh, a full club. So we go in and uh, we wait in line and we're at the base of the stairs and this big fucking bouncer, of course, and he checks our ID because I haven't had anything to drink. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm getting straight in. And he immediately puts, like, his big meaty hand on me. He's like, you can't come in. I was like, why not? And he's like, you're wearing shorts. And I was like, oh, Whoa. yeah, this isn't 2021, baby. You, wow. can't, you can't be a cool guy in shorts. Like, wow, okay. So he's, I was like, what do you mean? He's like, the nightclub can't wear fucking shorts. So uh. my friend was wearing pants. <laughs> and so he was just, like, kind of like, oh, you're don't tell me. No, no, no. Don't no. worry. It, it, it's worse. So, <laughs> so we, so we're like, okay, all right, cool, 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 cool. So we turned around and we went like into the main bar and we're like, well, what are we gonna do? And um, my friends were in pants and like he was like, I'll message Divya and ask if she wants to come down. And they have like, they're already drunk. 
And they're just like, we're dancing. Come say us a dance with us. And my friend is like, dude, we have to fucking get up there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, what do you suggest we do? Should we like go find pants? And he was like, your shorts pretty long, right? And I was like, yeah. So like, these are like cargo shorts. They go beneath the knee. And he's like, he was like, how far do you reckon you can pull them down? And I was like, I reckon I could pull them down like a little bit. So he was like, give it a go. So I went in the toilets and like, so I was wearing like a baggy shirt, like went in the cubicles, like started like edging my shorts down my thighs. And like, I got it to a part where like the end of the short, like just came above my socks. So it looked like I was wearing capri pants, basically, <laughs> like cool three quarter pants, like a cool 18 year old guy. You would have been better like on your knees, tying your shoes to your knees, like a midget. Do you know what I mean? This, um, by the way, so now like the, like the top of my shorts where like the button is are like almost near my knees. So movement is very restricted. Okay. So, so I have this shirt is doing a lot of work. This shirt, <laughs> this shirt, this shirt is doing some heavy lifting. So like, we're, so I come out and I'm like waddle out. And <laughs> you like two kids on each other's shoulders. <laughs> and I movements. show my mate and I'm like, how about it? Cause we're like, our idea was that like, once you get past the bouncer, like, it's going to be a throng. I yeah, can pull them up. The, I'm wearing shorts. The bouncer will recognize you as the shorts guy. You're no, the only no, because I said, I, I said I'd come back with pants. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So I waddle out and I'm like, my movement's a bit restricted, but what do you reckon? My mate Micah's looks great. And I'm like, He's right. ravenous to root. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we both yeah. are. I'm in a fucking cubicle pulling my shorts. You could have come out in footy shorts. He would have been like, mate, they look like jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so round two, we get back in the line. The bouncer at this stage is like, I think he kind of recognized who I was, but I was like, I was like fixed. And he was like, yeah, right. And I was oh like, my fuck, God. this is the yes. world's dumbest bouncer. I, so I'm like, I'm cheering. I'm past him. My mate gets in after me. I'm like, fuck, we did it. We're going to get a route tonight. We're like high-fiving. As I walk up the stairs, because they're like no. around my knees, the button pings off <laughs> <laughs> the shorts. Just ping. Can't see it. It's dark. Like, I'm like, there's no fucking way. So like now I have just broken shorts that oh, I'm wearing that Lord. were down here. So what I do is like I get the piece of fabric and like shove it through the hole as like a makeshift so I can at least get up the stairs. That barely works. So like then we go and meet this Divya girl the whole time I have my arm like on my shorts like holding them up because we're not like you know, I'm not going to be like, yeah, this is what happened. We got like, I'm not going to be like funny story. We're actually quite funny guys. Like we're like, we're clouded by the roots. So yeah, we're just like, yeah. all we've got to do is seem cool. So like, but obviously they were like, we're <laughs> dancing. And I like, I can't dance. Like at this, at this moment, if I'm Jamie Kirk, I've headed straight to the bar to get lick it up <laughs> to sort of numb myself to this disaster. Well, yeah. well, see, the problem was now that once that ping happened, my thought that we would get invited back for an after party plummeted. Okay, so, so I was like, I'm going to have to fucking drive home. So, so you've I'm given on, up so before you my, even said hi to the I'm girls. I'm on my P's <laughs> just being like, you got to be careful to see what we could salvage out of this. Having a little hope that like pulling the fabric through the hole will suffice and that maybe I can like ask someone somewhere for a safety pin or something. Do not have the confidence to do that. Uh, the girls are like, dance with us. I spend the whole time being like, I don't really dance because I'm just like 
Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not my dick. My because I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to fucking tell them what happened. I got my shorts on. Yeah, like, that would be bus. much weirder <laughs> than me standing here holding my dick for three yeah, hours. Yeah, dance. The bar staff are like looking at me now because they're like, have this guy with shorts get up here and then. Also, he's grabbing his dick. <laughs> yeah, 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 I've got my fingers in my hands the whole time. Like, and I can't move like anywhere. Like, with two hands free. So I can't even go to the bar and get like a drink for me and my mate without my pants just like completely lose. So after like 45 <laughs> minutes, like I just had to be like, Mike, we gotta go, man. So yeah. we spent maybe like a three and a half hour round trip. The first 50% of it was like, can you believe what's gonna happen? And the last 25% was just me being laughed at all the way home. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just driving says. with these pants that are completely <laughs> over oh. at this point now. Would have been handy if you got that route. You just let go and the shorts <laughs> go <laughs> like, Ready to go. Uh, well, Jamie's fucking pants buckle bursts <laughs> open regularly these days. That was not because I was fat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I'll hold on Like yeah. at that point Like that was just The power oh, of my size insane. baby mm, I'm wearing oh. safety goggles right now Because I've been pinged out a few times <laughs> With loose Jamie buttons Oh please I don't wear fucking buttons On my pants anymore You know that <laughs> Can't oh. take that risk oh. <laughs> so, so Billy Fucking Yeah Manly Growing up uh, You said before There was some fucking Eshe stories Yeah Oh yeah So when I was um, Like 15 16 That was like the peak Of the Eshe era Yeah So I find it hilarious That they're back yeah, yeah, I don't because I fought that war. I thought we, I thought we dealt with this. Right, it's like twenty ten or something. Yeah. You're like, hold on, we're still we there. never had any of this. So yeah, I, we we oh. had we had we talked about this before in Newcastle. We we probably had the same people, but we just didn't call them that. Yeah. Or at least my friends didn't call. Yep. It was just like fuckwits or. They're also or different place to place because, like, I think in a west like Adelaide, it kind of seemed like kind of cool. Whereas North Shore and Northern Beaches ones were just dickheads. Well, you said yeah. Adelaide's. Yeah, like Eshe's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when I started doing comedy in the inner west and people were wearing TNs, I was like, this, th these people are cunts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I, I spent, well, when I was 15, 16, you, you would, like, be walking home from a house party and you see, like, it was always more than one. They're right. always in a pack and then, like, you just have to run. You'd be running across, like, a soccer field at 2am. Oh, <laughs> I remember one time um, there was, like, five lads coming towards me when I was, like, 16, coming home from a party. And I was like, I was, like fuck, what do I do? Because I reckon if I run, that'll set them off. They'll chase me. Mm. Then I was like, if I do nothing, that'll set them off. Yeah. They'll chase me. So I was like Predator or something. Yeah. yeah so like, I, I, hid in a, I, I jumped into the bush and then hid in there while they walked past. <laughs> 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 but but this, this was the times, mate. Like my, yeah. my mates got rolled one weekend. And like, um, but I remember, uh, so yeah, when I, I went to like a private school and like even on, in Manly in the Northern Beaches, like there are kids who go to public school, but like they live in a $2 million house. Yeah, like, yeah they're normally nice. It's not person. really like yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so everyone's just cruising. We're, there's no consequences. Mm. My dad will fucking kill your dad. Like, yeah. what do you <laughs> So I remember we had, uh, and it was the peak of the SJA era as well. So I remember we had this one kid in my high school, this, this kid Shay. He was a bloke called Shay, which is pretty, right. pretty shady when you yeah. think about it. And, um, <laughs> and there was this guy at our bus stop who was like um, mentally uh, ill. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he had, but um, he had a bad... And stop has one, but yeah, somehow, yeah. yeah. But this guy had a trigger word, right? Ooh. I don't know. I honestly don't know what he had, but um, his his trigger word was Brookie, right? Like so, Brookvale. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he hated Brookvale. Anyway, <laughs> like, but if you like the Oval, because a lot of people hate that fucking. Place. Yeah, he might have just been a, a mad Bulldogs fan. I'm not sure. <laughs> but if you said Brookie, 
Like this guy would chase you and he would chase you until he fucking got you. Like, oh my God. It wasn't like, oh, oh next time. He was like, <laughs> it was like Forrest Gump. Oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, so this Shay guy, we're, we're at the bus stop. We all got on our bus and uh, we just jump in. And um, this, this, we used to call him Brookie. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, smart. <laughs> yeah. so, like amongst ourselves, we didn't know what his actual name was. And um, so th- this Brookie guy standing at the bus stop, out, just as our bus is pulling out, this Eshe guy jumps out the window and yells, Brookie, Brookie. Now this is a three, we pull out into a three lane highway. This Brookie guy starts fucking chasing us down the highway. <laughs> he's got his bloody newspaper. He's like, rawr, rawr. He's, go- he's going off. This Shea guy's like, Yelling at him out the window. He's got like his, his Nike dry fit on and everything. Oh my. It's just crazy. This guy dead set follows us for about a kilometer. <laughs> on what? the highway. Yeah. No, but it was like a highway. It was like a main road. Yeah. And also it's peak hour traffic. So we're doing about 40. I'd say Brookie's <laughs> doing about 25. <laughs> and, uh, I'll never forget. This is the first time where I thought, oh, like, this kind of like my first morality lesson. I was 14 probably. This guy chased. And also I got to say, the hardest I've ever laughed. <laughs> like, when you're 14, you're not thinking like, oh, I wonder, man, this guy's had, had a tough life. And so you're just like, he's chasing us on the highway. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Is <laughs> <laughs> he fucking like indicating or something? <laughs> I'm like, he doesn't even have a car. This is <laughs> and he had a news, he had the Manly Daily, ironically. He's, he's bashing the bus. And then um, we finally, you know, sort of, you know, get away from him and we, we're at this red light I'll never forget the bus driver it was a woman she puts the bus in park and she gets out of her little compartment and she says I've been driving buses for 25 years and that is the most disgraceful thing I have ever seen do you mean Brookie or the yelling no, kid yelling no, yeah. to us we were all laughing and everything like, the whole thing and that was the first time when I was like whoa oh, yeah, we should not have done that <laughs> this is interesting because you mentioned like a character and you mentioned the bus so this one I wanted to bring up because I found him a lot in research I hope he wasn't before your time but a lot of people uh, on social media were obsessed with a guy called L90 Muzzer Muzzer yeah there we go. Oh, finally we got something ding, ding, ding. pays off so L90 Muzzer used to ride the L90 the L90 used to be an uh, iconic bus. It would go, it's since been replaced by the B1. Oh, okay. You'll know it as the, the yellow double deckers. Yeah. Um, mm. So it would go all the way from Palm Beach into the city and back. And there's even an L90 cafe. And uh, L90 Muzzer was just, again, uh, mentally, mentally ill bloke. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got kind of LA vibes where the homeless people, they fucking go for it. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, but, but Muzzer, like, he had good days and bad days. Like there'd be times where people would be like, we're on the back with Muzzer. He was, he was doing this. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And there were other times it was like, Muzzer had a knife. And it was like... <laughs> <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but he would just ride the L90. Like, so it was like Brookie who caught the bus. You know what I mean? He yeah, chased Brookie, the, he's he on the bus on, now. Oh, he was you know what I mean? Public transport oriented, yeah. <laughs> so they said that L90 was also like one of the roughest bus rides because it's also kind of functions as kind of a night rider to take people... From the city to Manly at some point. Yeah, yeah. So um, it would go, it would run till like six a.m. and then it would start again at six thirty. Yeah. So and Muzzer's just riding for hours at a time. Oh yeah, he's so, run, he's running errands. So Muzzer <laughs> Muzzer is missing his front teeth. Uh-huh. No teeth. Yeah. yeah oh, no like, no teeth at the front couple. basically. And uh, there are all sorts of rumors as to why he is why he is because some people are just like yep he's mentally ill other people say he's been struck by lightning but um (laughs) yeah i did hear that yeah the prevailing theory is that he actually used to work for sydney buses until he got hit by a sydney bus and 
as like compensation, Sydney buses were like, now you can just ride the bus for free whenever you want. He's okay. like, I like that, and just started doing that was, it. That was written in the truth. That is the dumbest thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if the lightning one's true, but I know the second one definitely is not true. I'm back in the lightning one now somehow. Because <laughs> he also has a catchphrase that people seem to repeat, which was apparently he would stand around and say, don't make a, don't make a fuss, get on the bus. And he would just say <laughs> that to people. He's got a fucking YouTube channel. Like he's there <laughs> and like, I don't know if he set it up or if it's someone who sympathizes with him or someone who's taking the piss. Cause you can't really tell from the videos, but like he gives tips about the NRL. He gives tips about Melbourne cup. Oh, he also like, they've found him on a bus late at night and just been like, Maza, Maza. If I wanted to get from uh, like uh, Brookvale to here right now, how would I do that? And he'd be like, well, first you've got to catch the 188. Then you've got to wait and change it. And he'd just know it. And they'd be like, Mother the Boss Genius. Uh, <laughs> I love this He guy. was like a local celebrity. Yeah. 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 So, and that's very much in line with what Bill said. Some people on Twitter would be like, I saw a Mother, he rules. And some people would be like, I saw a Mother and it was the scariest bus trip yeah. of my life. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure some guys like beat him almost to death one night as well yeah oh, what yeah he got fuck. real fucked up one night um Jesus. and that but that if anything garnered the people around him even more of course yeah, yeah. yeah. that's all yeah. it takes one, with one yeah. article and then everyone's like no he's protected species now 100 yeah. well that was the thing i couldn't find any one thing that was like even like uh corroborations from people i couldn't find any one thing being like this is muzzer this is what he does everything was kind of different yeah. but yeah the basically he rides the bus Day after day, but apparently now he lives in Redfern. He's moved. Oh, and he hasn't, he hasn't called the bus. He hasn't called the L ninety for a couple well, the, of years. Yeah, the L ninety doesn't run anymore. Yeah, my dude is done here. Yeah. <laughs> he needs he a fucking. He needs a breakfast radio show. You know, Brookie and Muzzer in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> chasing each other around like Tom and Jerry. That'll be great. <laughs> you just know there's some fuckwit in Adelaide on like Nova called Muzzer as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I um. Uh, speaking of buses, uh, the other big thing about Manly uh, is the ferry. Oh yeah, the Manly ferry. A uh, couple of things about that I found about the ferry. Firstly, that back in the day. The ferry was like before the speed bridge and everything. It, it was pretty much the only way to get there, like unless you went all the way around. And so everyone would catch the late night ferry there from Sydney uh, to, for a night out and back. And uh, basically, this old steam-driven ferry that became a group of people uh, called the Hot Potato Club, and they would cook <laughs> mm. potatoes in the vessel's engines to be consumed. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fucking steam engine. They'd throw potatoes in and then cook them. And Just then for a bit of fun. Hand them out to eat. No, to fucking oh, eat. Oh, man. Imagine if you're at 3 a.m., you're blind. Yeah, 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 yeah. And someone hands you a hot potato. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the club, yeah. man, baby. Bring that back. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. But here's the thing that there's all, all sorts of fairies uh, from Manly. A lot of people are a bit um, fascinated with the fairies. And you know how people get a bit autistic trains. That yeah. about, they get that about the fairies, too. Oh, red line, blue line goes into the yellow line. Well, they track the history of it, and this is a version of Mark, whatever, and whatever. But there, there's been all these sorts of fairies. But some of them, the the, the <clears throat> when they <clears throat> when the fairies retire, it's not always good news. The the what happens to them is uh, it's a bit heartbreaking. Uh, I'll read to you some of the fairies and what happened to them after they got rid of them. Oh, no. This is the Brightside Ferry, scrapped in 1908. They pulled out its engine and it used it in a sawmill. The Kurin guy um, <clears throat> became a <clears throat> store ship in Papua New Guinea and then it got dragged to Hexham and then just sunk in the mud and it's just still there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you just see it in Hexham. Uh, the Burrabra. recycling back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the Burrabra was a ferry and it got uh, requisitioned by this Royal Australian Navy 
to be used as an anti-submarine training ship and to be used target practice for <laughs> torpedoes and bombing. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Dragging this ferry around and bombing it. The South Stain uh, Ferry, uh, retired in 1974, got converted into a floating restaurant in Melbourne, which is, that's got to be pretty humbling yeah. for the fucking ferry. You know what I mean? Just yeah, parked in Melbourne. But also Melbourne taking our sloppy second. <laughs> <laughs> And man, this one was interesting. The North Head uh, in 1985, it got retired. It was sold. Um, it moved to Cairns again uh, to be a floating restaurant, but that venture failed. It fell through. No one had the cash. Cairns floating restaurants wasn't kicking off. So it just started rotting on the fucking dock until 2005. It got sold on eBay for 20 grand to some idiot who just dug a hole and put it in his front yard. <laughs> so Dude, that's just awesome. Sitting in this dude's front yard. Oh, I would totally I do mean, that. that, that is sick. Twenty that grand actually on, looks cool. Twenty grand on eBay. It's a fucking. These things carry like five hundred people. They're massive. If you go like, in it as well, you could set up a bar in there. Yeah. Or something. yeah. You could imagine your whole house. This imagine one. going to the fucking stain and being like, I broke a fourth grade cricket record. Also, I have a fucking boat in my house. <laughs> yeah. I think that second part might play a 20 grand. Better. I think people knew about that. They would, like, 20 grand. A few people in Manly would bit of cash floating oh around. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so awesome. You know what? I would buy that for sure. And then uh, the Curl Curl 2 uh, got 1991. It got sold to an Italian shipping line and renamed Spargy, which I think that's so embarrassing. I mean, you know? yeah. no, but that's, that, that's made it out. That's the best, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the best story. Then the last one, this one is actually content. Really, everyone gets upset about this one. The Baragula, and it retired in 1983, and it got sold to some bloke. To, he was going to turn into a floating university. <laughs> that Come never on. eventuated. Why does everyone want to make floating? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's just like, anyway, that never, no one signed up to those courses. Can you imagine <laughs> that? Oh, you? That's the one thing missing from tertiary education. <laughs> what did you get your law degree not, not from? Not buoyancy. Oh, the Jesus fucking, Christ. yeah, University Baragula. And then uh, it was bought by this bloke in 1988 who spent a million bucks trying to restore it. And he ended up going bust and he sold it for 25 grand. Oh, Jesus. Ten, that guy, ten someone put it in their front yard oh, again? Yeah. What Even about- worse... So sorry. I was gonna say, what about the depreciation rate on these? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the million bucks went into, but like it's cl- you know someone bought it for twenty five grand, and he was like, all right, well someone's got it anyway. And then the guy turned around and said, yeah, well, I'm gonna just scrap the metal of the engine and sell sell it for oh. scrap metal. So he got all upset, and then he went to Heritage New South Wales, kicked up a big stink, and the Baragula Preservation Association got formed, intervened, blocked him from destroying it. And then the bloke who bought it for 25 grand was like, fuck him, whatever. So he sold it back to this association for, I don't know how much, but assuming more than 25 grand. Uh, and then they couldn't figure out what to do with it. So it just sat in the dock at Waverton. And then basically, the I think what happened is the Baraluga Preservation Association president is a dodgy cunt. And everyone's all upset at him. And now basically someone's saying on the internet, and so I don't really understand what's happened, but the last thing I found out is the vessel is now owned by an ice addict <laughs> and is being used as a squat and a public toilet block. Oh, my so, God. So this poor ferry, it's still there right now. It's in Waverton and it's just sitting there. And whoever ended up owning it, this association guy ended up going a bit mental and uh and he, he's just people use it to you know homeless people so if i went to waverton and i was like fuck i need to take a shit yes i could look for that boat and a couple of people squat on it apparently that's and awesome i know <laughs> <laughs> i mean how shrewd are you if you're that first guy the scrap metal guy who's just like yeah i'm gonna scrap it and people are like don't do it like 
and he essentially called their bluff, made out with money, yeah. only for it to have a fate worse than scrap. Yeah, metal. I know. So they're just sitting there rotting away. Uh, but everyone's and it, there's a Facebook page where everyone's like, "What's the latest on the Barragula? What's happening?" And no one's replying. Oh, and the guy's no. like Jesus. just sitting on it, sleeping, pissing, all oh. that because he was pissed off. He dropped a million dollars. Yeah, and didn't yeah. want to like own up to it. I know. But anyway, the ferry. And I uh, just one other thing about the ferry because we've all had. Uh, this is about, uh, you know, I think you told a story once about falling asleep on the train. Uh, yeah. You probably had a few night rider or night ferry uh, stories where you fall asleep and you wake up in the wrong place. How about this? Uh, this woman, uh, manly girl, stowaway, uh, stowayed on a ship partying and woke up in London. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> she was partying at Manly, in Manly Wharf. Uh, with a bunch of girls and they snuck onto a ship and she uh, woke up. Well, she woke up in Panama and, uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, Did a couple and, of lines. And then, cool all, and then they're like, well, we can't take you back. And she's like, oh, all right. And so she just ended up in London and then they just kicked her out. And she's like, I'm glad they're not going to prosecute me. But yeah, fucking imagine that. For I don't know how chill she was about it as well. Like they're in Panama and she's like, you can't get back home. She's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you gone to London. Imagine that. It's like, where are we? Circular key? It's like, oh, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> a few stops ago. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. fuck, that is a big night. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. But uh, Bill, you also were saying you had a story about the, I think you said a story about the cricket club. Did you not? Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of a long one. How are we going for time? Are we oh, we're too fine. Bad? Strap Probably, in. Yeah, man. We can always. It's edit. not too long. But it's a, it's a little complex. I apologize, but um, I think it's worth it. Yeah, I just go got to tell it. it right. So basically, to get around this story, you got to. There's three key characters to this story. Uh-huh. Okay, so there's there's Todd, the first grade ground manager at Manly Oval. He's he's the ground manager of Manly Oval. Yep. There's this guy Jake, who's the ground manager of the fifth grade Manly Cricket Club. Yep. And then there is the homeless guys who live at Manly Open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are a three characters for this okay. one. The classic okay. triad. The players. Also, during this time, I'm working at Westfield in the car park office. Right. That comes in later. <laughs> <laughs> and the homeless guys are a collective. They're like a synaptic. They're not they're, one human. They're a community. Yeah, okay. All right. So, the homeless guys at Manly Oval... Toddy, the first grade ground manager, doesn't like homeless people. Mm-hmm. Every morning when he gets to, every Saturday morning when he gets there for the cricket, the homeless guys are out getting a coffee, running errands, you know, as homeless yeah. people do. And uh, he takes all their mattresses and, and bags and throws them in the bushes. Oh. And when they come back, he tells them to fuck off. And they're not on the fucking green, right? They're, they're, they're on well, the... no, they're right outside the dressing rooms. Okay. They're, right. in, they're in the clubhouse. They're in the way. But the thing is, they know there's cricket on. If you just, they, they know to leave. Yeah. Right. No, no need to cause them. Yeah, it's, right. it's symbiotic. They're not in the know. way from the guy who mows the fucking Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, sure. And if you just say it's time to leave, they're like, no worries. Sure. And they've got places to be, mate. Yep, you know, course. it's a Saturday. You've got to enjoy it. The sun's mm-hmm. out. So anyway, there's this guy, Jake, the fifth grade ground manager. He wants to be the first grade ground manager. <laughs> and these two hate each other. <laughs> okay, they're big. there's a war going on. This guy, Jake, would rock up to Manly Oval and be like, oh, fuck, what an absolute shit show. Toddy's a loser, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so he's got ambitions. He's not even trying to usurp number four, three, or two. He's going straight to the top. Yeah, this guy couldn't give a shit about third grade. <laughs> so so there's, there's beef here, right? Right. Anyway, so what happened was... It was found out that Jake, the fifth grade ground manager, 
was also homeless and was living in the fifth grade clubhouse. Good <laughs> Lord. Oh. One of the coaches came down to pick up some balls and the bloke's making a ham sambo with a towel on. So... <laughs> <laughs> Well, are the clubhouse facilities pretty good then? I mean, there's a microwave and a shower. <laughs> so, yes. It's like a sleeping bag set up. The bloke's living there. Oh. Yeah, so it's quite tragic, really. So they changed the locks. Catch you later, Jake. Um, so he gets fired. You know, one of the only rules of managing the ground is that you can't live there. <laughs> In fact, it is the Damn. only rule. And don't touch the kids. <laughs> uh, fifth grade's a young team. but so So now, Jake, the fifth grade manager, he has nowhere to go. He's homeless, right? He lives in the Manly area. He links up with these homeless guys at Manly Oval. Now, they now have a common em- enemy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Toddy. Toddy. Okay. Jake wants the first grade ground. The boys want to sleep there on a Friday night. Let's make it happen. Jake, okay. Jake also probably wouldn't mind sleeping there. You know, <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> yep. you know what I mean? Two birds for Jake. <laughs> <laughs> so what Jake does, and I should have mentioned as well, of the homeless guys. Now, I'm, there's homeless people around the Manly area. Most of them are fine. A few of them, unfortunately, are not. Mm. They do ice and they're quite dangerous. There's only a couple of them at Manly Oval, but a couple of these ice addicts are pretty fucking full on. Mm. Like you would not like, they're, they're dangerous. No, I'm not, I'm not so not Jake there. gives the ice addicts Toddy's address. Oh my God. And says, go, bad start. Yeah, so go, <laughs> go fuck this guy up. Oh, holy up. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Toddy comes home one night and the fucking ice addicts are outside his house going, I'm going to fucking slit your throat. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Hell. It's on. <laughs> so, it is on. It's yeah. escalated now. So Toddy runs through his life. Anyway, nothing happens. It was all threats, thank God. All good. Now, I should say as well, Jake, as, as we know, he's homeless. He's looking for a job. It's cricket season. It's December. One of the only jobs going that requires no skills whatsoever, as long as you're a pretty fat 60-year-old. Santa Claus at Westfield. (laughs) Enter Billy Darcy to this story. (laughs) I am working in the car park at this very same Westfield. Okay. Uh So I'm seeing this Jake bloke at work. You know, he's hitting me up for free parking all the time. He's asking me if there's discounts for for employees. I didn't know he was homeless at the time, so I'm like, mate, shut up. (laughs) Looking back, I would have been a bit more empathetic to the (laughs) cause. Maybe bought him a sandwich and, and let him out for free. But I'm like, mate, it's $27 for parking i can't i can't help you um but anyway so toddy finds out that jake has fucking told these ice addicts where he lives he's furious he knows that jake is the westfield uh santa so jake is down there he's got he's got a kid on his lap oh it's peak christmas season so there's like there's a 50 meter line of kids Toddy comes down and goes, you absolute cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Grabs him by the beard and goes, I'm going to fucking kill you. Oh, my God. Four-year-old still on the lap. Oh, my Lord. Four-year-old gone flying. Yeah, so the four-year-old, that's off. Now now Santa and Toddy are... (laughs) <laughs> they're throwing heads oh my <laughs> lord so and i'm on the radio so i hear security to santa security to santa. <laughs> <laughs> it is going off police everywhere kids are running crying mums are crying uh yeah toddy's threatened with the issue of his life like they've gone at it toddy's sprinted off you know legged it <laughs> And, um, and you know the cops went around to toddy's place they're like mate you're gonna get done for assault he's like nah it's not my fault all, got, all kicked off. 
all kicked off. Jake got fired as the Westfield Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, I wonder why. Took a break. <laughs> no one said it was yeah. controversial. Yeah. Uh, Turned out he was living there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's unrelated. Yeah, yeah he, was li- he was living under the sleigh. <laughs> oh my god! And, um, and Toddy was banned from Westfield for a year. <laughs> I tell you what, imagine the parents in that line. You would never know that. You would just yeah, be yeah. like, imagine the kids in that line. Yeah, like, yeah. That forever. your experience of Santa is him just getting the shit kicked oh, out of him. Oh, god, yeah, that oh, kid's man. fucked up for sure. I reckon yeah. there'd be a well, fun so someone storming in and be like, you can't. Someone's yeah. going to be like, mum, what did Santa do? <laughs> I fucking love suburban footy clubs, cricket clubs, and just the characters. Yeah. Just, just oh, stick yeah. on like shit on a shoe. Just I'd, hang around for I wanna, 20 years. I'd love like an encyclopedia or like almanac of everybody who's ever been banned from a shopping centre and why. Like, <laughs> I, I would pour through that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's like uh, amateur sport as well. It's like some people volunteer – because like they just love it and mm. it's just the goodness of the heart and there's nowhere they'd rather be. Other people are searching for something to get away from the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, <laughs> my footy coach when I was 14 or 15 was uh, he, he raced greyhounds as well. And he was a classic dude. He had the, the missing tooth there oh, that he had the cigarettes, the constant Sorry. cigarette just hanging out of that. And the, and the packet of ciggies there under the jacket. Sick. And, um, Quite a few times we'd all rock up on a on a Sunday and just be like, all right, we're ready to play footy. Where's the coach? And he just wouldn't turn up because he'd be at the track. <laughs> all the parents like, what the fuck? So we, we just have to go home. We fucking used to – we used to play cricket, uh, all the boys, and then we, it was like 11 or 12 of us, all social. And well, it was probably like eight of us, right? But we always said get your old boy or whatever to fill in, down fine leg, you know, all that sort of shit. And then we was like, fucking off-season, let's play some soccer, right? Like, let's find a club. There was probably about five of, or six of us who wanted to play. So we had to join this club, and there was like five or six other guys that were all friends. And it was like these two, you know, like fucking Mighty Ducks too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. You know, and, and it wasn't like animosity. It was just like we didn't know. I couldn't sense – we couldn't sense these guys out, right, <laughs> at first. But there was this coach who was there. And his name was Smitty, and he was a fucking mongoloid. Like, I'm dead set, like a nonce. He had no teeth. He was the worst cunt I've ever met in my life. Honestly, like, I f- to the, one of the only people I still think I wish I'd bullied more. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was a bad guy. He, he just sucked. But anyway, he was like the coach. And we all hated him, like all outside. Yeah. But we couldn't tell if the other side hated him, right? And we wouldn't want to go too hard because we were like, are these guys, like, kind of think we're, you know, whatever. He was he was an he was an absolute imbecile. He would used to get us to do training drills where he would like he would like all right do a corner and uh, have the centre back my mate Timmy who, who loves a pod uh, centre back run up and like do a corner and then Timmy to volley at the top corner. And let's practice that the sort of thing like. Like if Ronaldinho did it, it'd be on a replay for 50 years. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's like drilled. this is D7s, dude. <laughs> like this is the lowest grade of fucking – why? He li- he, and he, 45 minutes, bicycle kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he, li- he he drove his van around like his high ace. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he lives in the fucking van, you know. But he was like uh, – anyway. But I we couldn't tell if the other the other guys liked him or not. But I um, one of the other guys, his name was um, Bill. His name was – and everyone called him Phone Bill. But his phone bill. And he was, um, I love that. Yeah, yeah. But he was—he had a cool job. He was a producer on the radio show in Newcastle, like the top morning crew. Yeah, right. Stephen Kim. He was the producer, and I thought that I used to think that just meant literally you were behind the scenes. But he was like the guy they would throw to all the time, and they'd be like, "Hey, phone bill, what do you think of this?" I didn't fucking know. But anyway, he had this cool job. But he was one of the other guys in, on the other side of the of the team, 
And I was at work one day and I was like walking around in this office and someone had Stephen Kim on or whatever. And then Steve's like, what do you think, phone bill? You know, because I just could, we couldn't tell if they like Smitty or not, you know. And then I said, oh, phone bill's on. Oh, I know phone bill. And this guy at work's like, how do you know him? Like, I play in his soccer team. And the guy's like, oh, you got the toothless, useless fucking coach? Phone bill been hanging shit on him for months. <laughs> It'd be like a weekly segment. Like, have a soccer phone bill. You got that toothless idiot still. <laughs> and I just got oh, like, oh, yeah. And then we went and saw the, and we're like, phone bill, you fucking, yeah. And then we just fucking hang on, on Smitty to the next fucking three, four months, you know. But it was great. Awesome. That was a bonding moment. Yeah, and then we had yeah. a big party after that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, nothing bonds you more than shared hatred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I don't really like these guys if they like him. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't want to be hanging. At a, he was the worst man. He was, he was like, uh, it was you know, there's smoke, there's smoke, there's fire, sort of thing about like creepiness. Like he would yeah. joke about looking up skirts. Oh, that's and you'd be yeah. like, so I know you're joking, yeah. but you also no one jokes about that unless you're fucking thinking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah I can't think worst. of a single person who's made like a joke about upskirting where you'd be like. You never do it. Cool yeah, 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 man. You've thought about putting a mirror in your shoe. Um, yeah. sure. One, one classic manly character I want to know because you know you're quite a bit younger, but obviously people of a certain age, the name Ken Arthurson, he's he's the the, the rugby league player. Yeah, the yeah. Arco. He was the head of rugby league for years and years, and um, the administrator at Manly and whatever. And and like, there's so many just insane stories about this guy because he he was the reason so many people hated Manly is because he just went and bought every fucking good player when there was no salary cap and. All that kind of business, um, but now obviously, like Manly, Manly Seagulls as as a club, I just wanted to bring this up, uh, which I found. I think it happened like two days ago or a couple of days ago, where Tom Travoy. Oh Travoy, yeah, did you hear about this? Yeah. He he done his hammy, and then he gave this like uh, very tearful sort of like uh, press conference where he's like, "Yeah, I just don't know what happened. It's um, it's not it's not the one that I've heard before. It's a n- new one, but just it's embarrassing. But just slipped over slipped over in the shower. So not to interrupt you, Bensley, but before, while he gave this interview, my roommate already had been sent the video of what actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so while the news has come out, I know for a fact he's lying. I've, yeah. I've already, uh, before it's come out, I've seen the video of him. <laughs> incredible. So, so yeah, this video comes out, which we can we can pop the video up, but you probably just need the audio. Um, to the Bluetooth. Because yeah. what had happened was some mad, this fucking absolute legend out on Manly Corso was just out pissed with his mates. Spots, you know, turbo. And just goes, mate, oh, how you going? I'll fucking, I'll race you down the corso. And then beats him. And like, this is Tom Troy, which is one of the fastest fucking players in the whole league. And this guy beats him. And then this was the radio interview that he gave uh, afterwards. Also, and thought I'd just ask for a photo. And then I was like, may, may as well shoot my shot. Ask him for a race as well. Who won? I did. Have you seen the video? What does mum and dad make of all of this? Oh, they think I'm a living legend. They didn't know I was that far. Are you considering an NRL start? If I get some offers, I can talk to some people. What do you <laughs> want to say to Tommy Turbo this morning, mate? How are you feeling about the whole thing and the situation he finds himself in? Sorry that he had to lose the race. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking legend. What a king shit. That's that awesome. World. So is that guy in a bunch of trouble now? For uh, not really, no. His name's Harry. So shout out to Harry, a.k.a. the fastest man in Manly. Oh, I mean the player. Oh, the player's in heaps of shit, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, the, yeah, the, play, the player oh. may never recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, even once he gets over, obviously, a fine ban injury, well, people are still going to chant that he lost a foot No, but race. the thing is, Tommy Turbo has played half a season for like the last yes. four years because yes. he has chronic hamstring injuries yeah. so he should not be running at 
a.m. blind. I can't, <laughs> wait for the, I can't wait for like the three previous races that got buried just to come out. You know, he's, yeah, he yeah, always yeah. does his hammy and be like, I fucking beat him three years ago. Well, they, and you know, not it, only does he play half a season, when he doesn't play, they lose most of the time. Yeah, like, he yeah, is he's the key. The best well, it was the funniest thing in my house because we, like, there was an hour where he'd done that interview about, I slipped in the shower. Oh, the soap. I didn't see it. I feel so. <laughs> I'm embarrassed, but you know, that's the truth. <laughs> and me and my roommates have the video. We're like, oh, this is going to come out. My roommate's like, oh, it's definitely going to come out. Within an hour, it's come out. It's on Batuta Advocate. It's yeah, all yeah, over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, nothing. You just can't hide anything anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that. Was it down the course of? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's like just in front of everybody. Perfect. Also, it was like a that. wet night, yeah. cold. Like. Oh, 4 a.m. Come on, you idiot. Just thinking when you, tra- when you challenge that guy to a race, like if you're a professional athlete, sure, you're thinking no one... Like, what kind of idiot do you have to be to be like, no one's going to film this. No one's going to film me, well, a professional athlete. Well, the thing I want to know is I want to I want to know if he told the club what happened and the publicist were like, was like, fuck that. This is what you're going to say. Yeah. Or I want to know if he just lied to the club. I reckon oh. he's lied to the club. The heads are going to... Someone's getting fucked up. Yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to know who. I'm betting he's lied to the club. I reckon I he's lied yeah, to the right. club. Definitely lied to the club. Oh, it's pretty embarrassing. Slipped oh, in the shower. Coach, I tell you what, I was just at home sober last night. <laughs> having a... <laughs> Having a tub, mate, and oh god, the missus has left the soap out again. That <laughs> <laughs> real slippery shit from the body shop, you know. Uh, I fucking right. love that. Yeah. I want to talk about one more place that's uh, a manly, a famous manly place, the Manly Quarantine Station. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, one of the most haunted places in Sydney, and now to get away from the Quarantine Station name, they've rebranded it the Q Station, and uh, <laughs> what after c- COVID? Like no, no, to like oh, rebrand right. from the horrors of. The so last like hundred years. In, yeah, the M- many, many people died there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 the most horrific yeah, yeah, yeah. circumstances <laughs> possible. <laughs> but also the cute, but it's not a fucking hotel. Is it a... It's a hotel now. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, a hotel. Okay. There's a shared workspace there. I thought the there. point was it yeah. was a old one story. It's one a of we- Manly's best restaurants. It's apparently. a wedding destination as well. Oh, yeah, okay. Wow. okay. People get married uh, there. Okay. And they do uh, ghost tours. But like, so basically, <laughs> but like what it used to be was... You're reading your nuptials out in someone fucking tour group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so obviously what it was because... A lot of people came by ship in the like last hundred years. Yeah. Uh, they'd get like Spanish flu, typhoid, and stuff on yeah. the ship, and they'd put them in this island to quarantine them. About like I think it was like fifty percent never made it off that island. They died Jesus. there. So like a lot of people like just like carved stuff in uh, to the walls and like made like documentation of when they were there. But there was also like so it was describing some of the facilities and uh, like one there's a building <laughs> that's a, a windowless room it's a gas inhalation chamber because they thought that when you brought people in there if you blasted them full of zinc it would kill the virus in the lungs right. which mm-hmm. in fact the exact opposite this is pre-holocaust yeah this is pre-holocaust as well so some enterprising German was like I'll have that. Yeah, you know? Fucking hell. Uh, and then there was another, um, there was another building that was like you fumigated all the passengers' clothes and stuff, which meant that basically they'd be sprayed with pesticides and ruined. So everyone would lose their clothes for a voyage that took months and months. Oh yeah, and the <laughs> then, all the tennis players are blowing up about having a shitty yeah, meal. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I can't believe I have to watch Novak take a dump. <laughs> 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 But the worst one is uh, the la- one of the last paragraphs. The infamous shower block was the first dreaded stop for quarantine arrivals where they were forced to strip for carbolic acid showers. 
This was, by all accounts, a particularly traumatic welcome to Australia. Oh, I've, been, I've been in those shower blocks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, really? I've done the ghost tour, yeah. Oh, oh shit. And, and to be, this is, again, these aren't prisoners, right? This isn't like... This no, isn't these like, are people who travelled over here to like, make it in Australia. This is a bad cruise ship line. Yeah. <laughs> but they are essentially prisoners when they arrive. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Right. But yeah, you've done the ghost tour. Is it is it yep. a little uh, generally a bit creepy? Or? I reckon I honestly did see a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> they say the big one is at the grave diggers cottage. Yeah, yeah, that's where like right. you can see an apparition of a grave digger. They used to do sleepovers, yeah. Um, but then like um, like the whole thing when I was in like high school and like primary school more was like they're like, oh man, my cousin's friend's friend did the sleepover, goes to a now he has to see a therapist three times a week. He's fucked, man. Like oh he lost God. his mind. He's like, Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Brooke Muzzy did a ghost tour. <laughs> <laughs> Lost his teeth. Oh, makes sense. Where was the? What's the cottage that's the scariest one? Uh, so digger. it's the grave oh, diggers' right, cottage, right, and right. apparently it's not because a grave digger lived there. Apparently they would have had much worse accommodation. Yeah. But apparently a lot of like dicey shit with doctors performing experiments on young girls went Ooh. down there. So grave digger obviously would come in there, pick up the bodies, dig them. So Christ. apparently in you can see a man in a black cloak. And a wide brim hat, and that's uh, how you side yeah. it. That's and a groundskeeper yeah. living in the cottage now. Just yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah. fire me. Yeah, that's the fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, fifth grade <laughs> He's just like, yeah, got a new job. <laughs> but this is a fucking wedding venue now. Uh, it's got, it's got it all, baby. I mean, fantastic <laughs> views. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Fucking hell, I, well, I, it's, it's right on the water. It's yeah, yeah, but yeah. I would be fucking just. Raising those buildings and just being like, all right, let's get rid of all this fucking well, ghost. Well, my mum's a bit sort of hippy dippy. So when I went there for a ghost tour when I was like 12, mum was like, make sure nothing latches onto you spiritually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're going to do your own quarantine yeah. right before she lets you yeah. out. Yeah, she was like, don't bring anything home with you. Oh. And she was fucking serious. Did she as give well, you yeah. any methods to stop it? Like, no, no. Yeah. So, so it was just chance. Like, she didn't would get she that have fun. known if anything came up? Oh, yeah, she would have done. She would. She she does like when we moved into a new house. She did the old sage. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Nice. Well, my mom's a bit like that. Bit feng shui and all that. Yeah, shit. I, yeah. She's got the, like the crystal in the kitchen. Yeah, Don't move that crystal. All right. So we usually end this by asking. Oh, Bill, you didn't have. You oh, didn't yeah. have another story about the creek club, or was that? No, no, no. You're all good. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah, we usually end this by asking people uh, if someone comes to you and wants a day, a perfect day, itinerary and manly, something to do in the morning, something to do in the afternoon and something to do at night, what would you say? What a great, thoughtful question down the pole, guys. After all the ghosts and the homeless shit, let's let's sell manly a bit. It's not just all mentally like a buzzer's... Firstly, you're going to want to get on the L90 and throw cherries at (laughs) (laughs) Muzz. I would say... um, Oh, you go to the beach in the morning. Mm-hmm. You maybe maybe go for a surf Good or a surfing lesson. Okay. Yeah. Have, have a beautiful Brazilian man take a you out. A couple of floaties <laughs> out there. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, have Stavros paddle you out. Yeah. And uh, then there's the pantry. It's right on Manly Beach. Mm. It's like the only building that's right on the beach. You can have breakfast there. Oh, okay. okay. That's pretty sick. In the afternoon, I would probably say, dude, I tell you what, if, if the surf's up high, you can walk around past Shelly Beach and go up on the headland and there's like 10-foot surf breaking like crazy like mick fanning and kelly slater were there last time was going off oh, and you're like wow. 20 meters away like above the surface oh shit watching yeah. that just watching fucking it. wild dude yeah. wow. absolutely wild so yeah. i'd say yeah check that out or and then um or amateur cricket or at or go to manly oval <laughs> and watch a bit of cricket yeah <laughs> thank you jamie no worries um yeah so watch a bit of cricket or the manly marlins play at manly oval as well in the in the winter for the rugby union 
And then at night, I would probably say, oh, this is pretty cool, actually. There's a bar behind the stain that is a deli during the day, and it's a functioning deli. But if you go in and you say, there's some password, I went there once, the fridge opens up and it's a staircase and you go down to this crazy bar. Oh, oh man, that rules. Yeah. That rules. And it's, it's called like... Uh, Called like it's called the Cumberland. That's what it's called, I think. Yeah. And I took it like perfect date spot. It's very expensive, but yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, it's like a whiskey. They've got like seventy five different whiskeys, and it's a um, it's like a prohibition theme bar. So everything you feel like you're in the nineteen twenties. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. It's wild. And then afterwards, after that, I would um, ditch the date and go and scrap blokes at the stain. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Billy Darcy date special. <laughs> I'll be right back, bro. <laughs> you're all the uh, deli mate. And I mean, oh. the last question we probably could see the answer coming, but uh, Billy, after all said and done, your comedy career is huge. Your podcast is the most famous podcast in the world. You're, you've performed everywhere you've ever wanted to. Sweeney's, Cactus Chips, <laughs> Rudy Hill RSL, mm-hmm. um, yep. all the greats. When all is said and done, would you move back and settle down in Manly? Yeah, I think I would, to be honest. Um, I'd like to maybe live in... Because I've never left the Northern Beaches. I lived in England for a year, but... I'd like to live in the inner west maybe for six months or a year just for mm. comedy, just for the commute. But, yeah, I don't know where else I'd rather live, to be honest. No, in Sydney, there's nowhere I'd rather live. And there's no city I'd rather live than in Australia than right. Sydney. So you got somehow you're scraping together two million bucks for a house deposit. You're, you're buying in Manly. Do you know what I mean? Like with all the, you know, once you've, once you've tried yeah, a few other I things, mean, yeah. definitely grade, settling down. Fifth grade clubhouse ha- available. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. Might have to start managing this, the under 16s just to get a, <laughs> get a roof over Going my head. Bombay style. But, but yeah, dude, to answer your question, I, do, I still fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sure. That's great. Good oh, Billy, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, my podcast is called Get Around Me. Just about my weekend, dude. Yeah. Come and hear about pod. mine. Yeah. Feel better about yours. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck Great. Awesome. Well, g- give that a download. Get around, Bill. Yeah, there, go on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a nice review. Absolutely. Don't yep. forget to like, All share, subscribe, shit, find share us on YouTube. It. Tell all your friends. Billy, thank you so much Thanks for coming. Thank you, Billy. Thanks a lot. Thanks. 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 Thanks.